As storytellers and dreamers, there is always magic to discover. Once upon a time, a Las Vegas showgirl and a comedian magician figured out that even with different perspectives, our adventures and experiences together are really just one big caper. to One Big Caper podcast and video cast TV YouTube thing? channel YouTube thing, thing? Yeah. channel One Big Caper Today is <laughs> 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 Why am I such a... I think it's because uh, I didn't do my ritual I did Oh that, well. There was a very important part missing from my ritual Which Can you say on camera? Yeah Okay my playlist. Your playlist. I didn't. You didn't play. listen. Yeah. You didn't hear it. No wonder. And we get thusly to what this episode is about. Yeah. So these are things that people don't think about when they are watching a show. They don't, well, maybe some people do, are curious, like what performers do to get ready for what they're doing, you know, like I'm sure ESPN or whatever. Oh, sorry. I'm sure that the sports channels show what athletes do before they get ready for big games and stuff, and they have like that behind-the-scenes It's a curiosity. I can tell you as a performer, I think about people preparing for various roles, whether it's Mm -hmm. generally stage, I suppose, but I'm sure even film actors do something. rituals. Yeah, like um, Daniel Day-Lewis is a method actor, so he gets into his character, and he stays that way through the entire filming of the the entire production of the movie, so... Sure. That's intense. (laughs) Intense. Like circuses. (laughs) Like circuses. Are intense. Yes. Um, We are thusly getting to the title, the working title of this episode, and what is it about? It's about ceremony, rituals, and superstitions. And uh, the reason this came up was a couple weeks ago, I had a really bad day at work. And I couldn't figure out why it went so wrong. And then I realized that I did not have my rocks in my pocket. And for those of you who are new, (laughs) if you're new here, I am pretty woo-centric. I have a lot of spiritual beliefs that are more in the woo-universe. The woo-universe? Well, okay, that's Colette Baron reeds You didn't coin that one? No. Okay. No, but she is a podcast. Anyway, uh, Inside the Wooniverse is her podcast. So anyway, uh, I realized that I did not have this special collection of stones that I had collected and curated. One, one item being a copper coin that you gave me for Valentine's Day. Yes. That is the moon. It yes. is... Uh, one twelve hundredth scale of the moon, or something like that. I can't, maybe it's more the scale. smaller than that. I think. Smaller. Yeah. Okay. Nevertheless. Anyway, <clears throat> I didn't have my rocks in my pocket, and the day went completely to shambles. <laughs> it was one of the worst days I've had at work in a long time, and so that made me realize, even as I'm doing a a job that is not a performer job, 
or a job that um, requires me to get on stage where it is kind of a stage, but it's a different kind of stage. Uh, I do need, I do have superstitions in, around performance or, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. I guess it is the play, how things play out. If you've managed to get to know us uh, by now, by uh, via you know in person or any previous episode, uh, you know that I am a skeptic and I don't necessarily have a belief in magic rocks. However, <laughs> however, I can certainly admit I'm not I, the rocks. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll I'll apologize. Um, I do have my rituals in ceremony uh, to get ready for, especially a, a stage show. Yeah. Um, there is a process, and I don't like to disrupt it. So I, I can't say that I'm a complete skeptic because I at least behave according to that superstition. Yeah. It's 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 a process that not only gets me in the mindset to be an amplified version of myself, mm -hmm. but uh, it also serves as anchors in memory to make sure that I'm checking things off of my mental list mm. and and perfectly prepared and packed yeah. properly and have all the elements of my costuming on. Yeah, yeah. So I I think for your instance, I, I got into a routine even when I was doing burlesque, but for your instance, if you packed three days before a show, you would definitely forget stuff. Yes. You have to pack exactly 24 hours before a show otherwise. Which I generally do, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can't pack the day of a show because you'll forget something. Yes. I, yeah. uh, Athena will remember this, as, and this is not necessarily my juicy bit, uh, but there was a show that Athena went with me on, uh, and the title of the show is <laughs> From the Vest. And it was out of town. It required an overnight stay. And I got to... The hotel room, we, we checked in, we were ready. Uh, I think the next day was the show, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I got a good night's sleep, and mm -hmm. uh, then I got ready for the show and discovered that of all of the things that I forgot, I didn't have a vest. And it threw me off completely. It really <laughs> rocked me. It took a lot of pep talk, and it still didn't fully help. It was, I, I was, was just trying. Ruined. Yeah, it totally... Yeah, that was a big you. mistake. But yeah. that's one of those things that uh, yeah. uh, I, I prepared or packed too soon or or whatever. Nevertheless, I did not have a vest for a show called From the Vest. <laughs> Poor baby. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I guess I teased that there might be a juicy bit. I can throw one in. Do you have one? Um, I don't really have one, but I thought of one for you. But really? Yeah, I did. Oh, we're going to roast Felix again today. What? <laughs> no. No. Uh, here's... Yes, let's. Let's do it. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Here's what I was going to say. I have uh, great fun in helping speakers, uh, performers, actors, comedians. I help with public speaking. And most of what I know about public speaking is not an academic education so much as an in-practice education. But I do highly recommend paying attention to ritual. 
And whether you're aware of it or not, I guarantee that you have rituals, uh, uh, whether it's, you know, first thing you do every morning or the way you brush your teeth, uh, starting a certain side over another. Uh, but I recommend a certain ritual for enhancing one's memory, for being prepared for a talk, uh, and for checking off that mental list, which includes go potty, uh, you know, em empty your bladder before you get on stage. But uh, Can I interrupt real quick? Yes. I just want to say that my body has been trained to say, you didn't go before, you got to wait. Oh, sure, yeah, that comes with training. I mean, yeah. you, you have no choice at nope. a certain point. But, you got to uh, get on stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I've go been ahead. there. Keep going. Uh, hey, Athena here. I'm a former Las Vegas showgirl who teaches women to feel more comfortable in their bodies so they can get their sexy back. Over at Showgirls Life, I've launched an exclusive offering for the new year. Sexy Self-Care is a four-week group coaching intensive designed to support women in developing a sensual self-care ritual that turns them on and lights them up in 2022. Featuring four live coaching calls plus 20 exercises to nourish body, heart, mind, and spirit, participants will create a personalized self-care ritual that honors their individuality, time, and cycle. Don't let 2022 be another year where you keep yourself on the back burner and keep adding to your someday aisle list. With my support and intuitive guidance, you will be prioritizing you, your worth, and ultimately your impact in this world. Learn more and reserve your spot today at www.showgirls.life. Anyway, part of that ritual, and I'm just going to give you an extra little bit here, is the assignment of scent. And I can tell you that um, Athena, the last thing that she did to get ready for this episode was to put on perfume. Hey, and wait. I thought you said this was your juicy bit. It, well, I'm not roasting you. I'm just saying <laughs> it has helped me because wait. that familiar scent puts me in the right mindset for doing this kind of thing. Uh, yeah. So, so if I forget to put it on. It may throw me off. Yeah. That's interesting, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I recommend to my students that uh, you come up with a scent that you can assign with memorization of a particular subject. So a unique scent. You can go through your spice cabinet. You can go through your soaps. Find something that is, you know, pleasant, but not something you smell all the time. And as you're absorbing information, have that around. And when you're done with your study session, seal it up and get rid of it so that when it comes time for stage and the delivery of your presentation, you can put a little bit on your hand or on your chin or something so that you have that scent and that familiarity of absorbing the information. Hmm. That's your juicy bit, huh? It's a little psychological trick, but I think it's useful. Well, it's a little bit of coaching to our, our audience here. Yeah. So you want to roast me now? Yeah. Okay. We're going to push pause for a second. What else do you want to say about ritual? Oh, are we back? Okay, we're back. Yeah. We've <clears> determined <throat> that my suggestion of a juicy bit was not an appropriate juicy bit and not saying it's, it's, appropriate it just didn't actually it's not juicy bit it's essentially 
my need to have my costume complete, which I suppose relates to the vest story. Yeah, well, as showgirls, I we I talked to uh, episode two and episode of Showgirls Life of Showgirls Life, episode two, Eileen Ryan Scott and Rachel Zinn, who is episode three. Both friends of mine who were in the show at the same time, and they both said, you know, if you forgot your bracelet, you felt naked, but we were already topless. <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah, if you forgot one of those huge like body chains, you felt really naked, really exposed because you feel some sort of safety. Like as a topless dancer, part of the safety is like an underwire or the body chain. You don't feel fully exposed. Like your parts aren't out. But anyway. Same thing. Like, I would put my left sock on, my right sock, and then my left black shoe, and then my right black shoe for top hat. And the one time, two and a half years into doing the choreography, I forgot the choreography on stage. I don't know how that happened. I cannot tell you. Just blanked. I just blanked on stage, and I had been doing that choreography for two and a half years. Just blanked on stage. I bet that I put the wrong sock on, or I put my pant leg in the wrong i'm very like superstitious about that stuff I, I i would call it superstition i don't think i'm superstitious but i you know even when i put my makeup on i put my left eye everything goes left right left right left right left i don't switch it up unless i have a, a eyelash issue and one eyelash decides not to work and i have to take it off it feels really weird to take it off and put it back on after the other one is already gone so, I hear you. yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, for me, I feel, I guess it's part of like maybe root chakra stuff, feeling safe or feeling secure when you have like certain things a certain way. For my girls, I believe, I believe that they are super confident because I was really like almost a drill sergeant about their bedtimes and, and wake times and nap times. Like I was just like. This is how it goes. And they knew certain, like, cues, the lights were, it was, like, getting darker. Oh, it's bath time. Okay, it's going to be time to go to bed. You know, they knew there were certain cues, like, bath, and then a story, and then a song, and then we, mom tucks me in. And I think it's just part of our nature. I, I, I This is why I think ceremony and ritual is so important in cultures is that it just it's like a foundation of safety and security maybe maybe that's what it is but as performers like we've developed our own yeah sure. i carry rocks in my pocket yeah they're magic rocks i i support your magic rocks i just have my own <laughs> belief system and and like i said you know clearly i would be a hypocrite if i said there's you know no such thing because I definitely have my rituals and yeah. and ceremonies in in preparing myself for a show, especially. Yeah, maybe that goes into um, more law of attraction. What you believe or focus on or you focus your attention on exists or is real. I think it might have a relationship, and forgive me for this, but I think it might have a relationship with our instinctive need to find something else to blame when things go wrong. Like my rocks. It was my fault that I didn't put them in my pocket. So. I think there's a, an instinctive need, especially in this culture, to 
find someone or something else to blame. It happened again, though. Like, a couple days later, I forgot to put them in my pocket. And then I stopped everything, went and got my rocks, and then things started to improve. Like, start stuff started to snowball into... I, I think you yeah. hit a psychological reset button, but, you know, maybe there's magic in the rocks. I mean, it's energy. I think yeah. there's yeah, there's magic, you know, energy. Yeah, but, I yeah, I have my rocks. And pay attention to your rituals over the next <laughs> few days. Just kind of pay, have a little more self-awareness about your rituals and and let us know. Um, and I'm, I'm always curious what you think about these subjects and well, certainly welcome yes. your feedback. Okay, and I'm going to add this thing. Notice which hand you brush your teeth with or brush your hair with or whatever, and then try to change it and see what happens. It's hard. It's well, number one, it's hard. Number two, it's called a pattern interrupt mm -hmm. in your and it causes a different synapse in your brain to fire. Yes. Uh, mindset coaches use that tactic with their students. Hypnotists they, use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So it is. It's like if you want to cause change to happen in your life then maybe scrap some rituals or <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah you, that's uh that's a that's a great point and maybe where we should leave it and that hmm. is that when you disrupt those patterns or change your ceremonies you can use that to affect change in behavior thought processes habits urges habits yeah experiment sure. with that and and let us know what you come up with yeah give us give us a comment or an email yeah yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. We can't keep doing this without you. Give us just a little bit of your time by subscribing, sharing, rating, or talking about One Big Caper with someone else. We truly appreciate your support. We want to hear your stories. Visit OneBigCaper.com to get to know us even more. This episode of One Big Caper was published in 2022. All rights to broadcast in whole or in part are the property of Gazellus Productions, LLC. LLC.